We're continuing our meditations through Psalm 32. I'd like to read uh, verses 1 through 7, although we will focus just on verse 6 today. A Psalm of David, a contemplation. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity and in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones grew old through my groaning all the, all the day long. For day and night your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. I acknowledged my sin to you and my iniquity I have not hidden. I said, I will, tran- I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the iniquity of my sin. For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. Surely in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. You are my hiding place. You shall preserve me from trouble. You shall surround me with songs of deliverance. O Lord, this is your revelation to us to understand and to practice. And we are your people who want to delight in it more and glorify you by hearts that are set to obey and so we ask for your leading now as we hear your word and, and that we might please you by listening and submitting to it. And we ask this in the name of the one who bought our forgiveness, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, in verse 5 last week, we saw that we must not delay acknowledging our sin to the Lord. David delayed. We should not delay. We should not try to hide it. Uh, but that we must take action an action of faith indeed, and be resolved to completely confess our transgression of the law of the Lord, that we might know again the joy of the Lord's forgiveness, and we might know the joy of his nearness. And as we see now in verse 6, the result of this kind of confession, this kind of right confession, is that we realize again that we must come to the Lord in prayer. We must be people of prayer, in fact. That is what people growing in godliness do. They pray. And I think uh, it is what we will be learning to do all the days of our lives. We must become people who turn to the Lord quickly in prayer, in adoration, confession, thanksgiving, supplication. Uh, but we're looking specifically, more specifically here about confession. And in verse 6 it says, For this cause, everyone who is godly shall pray to you in a time when you may be found. So because the Lord's mercy uh, was being extended to us again, and, and David, it was extended to David again, we also are to come boldly to the throne of grace to receive mercy and find grace. And this part of uh, Psalm 32, verse 6, this first part, it refers to the time when, a time when we have been convicted of sin. And we should come quickly to the throne of grace. We have access to the throne of grace to come freely before the Lord of grace. And we should come in prayer when we are stirred up by the Spirit to do so, especially at a time when the Lord has moved us to find Him, to seek Him, to pour out our heart to Him. Isaiah 55, verses 6 and 7 says, Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon Him while He is near. Let the wicked forsake His way and the unrighteous man His thoughts. Let Him return to the Lord, and He, Lord, will have mercy on Him and to our God, for He will abundantly pardon. Our God abundantly pardons. Calvin said this, God directs believers to the, same, uh, to the same means of obtaining forgiveness that David had, bidding them betake themselves to prayer, which is the true sacrifice of faith. And David said in Psalm 69, but as for me, 
My prayer is to you. He's speaking to the Lord. O Lord, in the acceptable time, O God, in the multitude of your mercy, hear me. And so we should pray often and in many ways and in confession, especially in the time when we are convicted to do so. We should not avoid that, delay it. When the Spirit has shown us our sin and he's calling us to confess and repent, we should humble ourselves at that point and bow and pray. Calvin also said, it is never out of season indeed to seek God for every moment we need his grace and he is always willing to meet us. So he's always willing to meet us. We should always come to him in prayer. But as slothfulness or dullness hinders us from seeking him, David here, he's talking about the passage we're looking at, particularly intimates the critical seasons when believers are stimulated by a sense of their own need to have recourse to God. So God has moved in your heart. You have recourse to God. You should quickly and joyfully come to him. Now, the second part of this verse says, surely in a flood of great waters, they shall not come near him. So those waters, those things that might overwhelm you will not do so. Charles Spurgeon said, if you have gone to God in the day of your sin and have found pardon, he that took away the sin will take away the sorrow, the overwhelming part. Surely in the floods of great waters they shall not come nigh unto him. So when we come to God grieved and convicted by our sin, by the grace of God and the leading of the Spirit uh, through his word, we can find true peace. And we should rejoice in the pardon that he has given to us. We must receive then his, this conviction. We must receive it and act in faith. And then we receive uh, and rejoice in his pardon by faith. Because that is what the Lord Jesus has given us by his sacrifice, by his atonement. He has pardoned us. And even though you have, you have confessed, you may have experienced, there may be a time when you have confessed, but you're still tempted to feel overwhelmed because of what you did or what you said or the impact of that. You may be overwhelmed, but like a flood of water rushing down upon you, but the Lord will not allow that water to overwhelm you. You will not be overwhelmed because you have prayed to the Lord of mercy with a contrite heart, owning your sin, and will now have the peace of his mercy. And praise God. Praise God. He moves us to confess our sin at all, and then he gives us the joy of his forgiveness. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, you are so good and loving to us in giving us your law that we might know you and how far we fall short of your perfect law, and then providing for our salvation by the work of the Lord Jesus, that we might have your Holy Spirit to open our eyes to our sin and to have ready access to your throne to confess it, and then to know the grace of your pardon. Oh Lord, may this reminder to us this morning of your grace prepare us now to partake of this communion with you with peace and with joy, for we ask this in faith, in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.